welcome to the very first episode of OCD Isn't an Adjective, the podcast. This week I'm thrilled to be joined by Lara. She's a full-time uni student who has OCD. She's going to chat to us a bit about her experience and what it's like navigating full-time studies whilst also living with OCD. So let's jump into it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello. First up, I wanted to hear a little bit about your personal story with OCD. So when were you diagnosed and how's your experience been navigating life with OCD since then? I received my diagnosis about five and a half years ago. Um, I've been experiencing OCD symptoms longer than that though. So when I received my diagnosis, I was quite surprised because I didn't realize that what I was experiencing was OCD because it wasn't the stigmatized sort of cleanliness, having to have everything in its place, making sure everything's spotless, that sort of thing that we often see in the media. The symptoms that I struggle with are things called checking behavior and um, intrusive thoughts from a trauma event that I have experienced. So this is often uh, when you feel unsafe or when you feel triggered due to the past that sort of thing so living with OCD I find it's always there it's always a challenge um, but it's just about working with it. I absolutely agree it's this thing that never really leaves us but it's this ongoing cycle of of awareness and learning and growing and, and management I personally had very little knowledge of OCD before I was diagnosed when I was 18 but when I got my diagnosis a lot of things started to make sense and in a way I found the diagnosis somewhat empowering because it allowed me to learn more about this disorder and to separate it from who I am as a person. And I guess as you and I are both really aware of OCD can have major impacts on our lives, um, on how we navigate relationships, on how we work and on, on how we approach study. You're a full-time university student. How have you found OCDs impacted your studies in ways that people might not be aware of? I think the main way that OCD impacts my studies is that it means that most things take longer than someone who may not have an OCD diagnosis. Um, For example, when I'm doing readings, because I have checking behaviour, this means that often I feel the need to go back and reread things so I might need to reread a sentence more than once I might need to reread a paragraph or even the whole reading more than once which as you can imagine is quite distressing and very time consuming I'm almost at the end of my degree and whilst I really loved studying I've definitely found that it's something where a lot of my compulsions can rear their ugly heads Mm. I experience OCD experiences that are called just right OCD um, and a lot of perfectionism and symmetrically based OCD. Mm-hmm. So mine can crop up. I notice when I'm when I'm doing assignments and I can spend mm-hmm. a lot of time just moving commas around and moving mm-hmm. the way a document's laid out around mm-hmm. over and over again, back and forward until it feels right, which is where a lot of my compulsions come up. Mm-hmm. And I definitely relate to what you're saying about how things that feel like they they should be quite simple and straightforward mm-hmm. can be quite exhausting and take take a lot of time. But yeah, mm-hmm. thank you for for shedding some light on that. Mm-hmm. I was once told by an OCD psychologist that I saw for a bit. She said that anyone who manages to get a degree with OCD deserves a medal. 
with your experience, what are some support systems or some mechanisms that you've been able to put in place to help you manage your studies whilst also dealing with OCD? Is, is there anything that you've found been beneficial and, and helped you? Well, I absolutely agree that everyone finishing a degree with OCD deserves a medal. In terms of support systems, um, there's lots of good support systems at uni. Um, uni counselling, I've used uni counselling quite a lot. Um, for general sort of well-being check-ins last year I had an access and inclusion plan and that was that made me feel a lot better um, just that extra bit of support that I could rely on if I needed to if I needed an extension or if I needed a different environment for a test finally before I let you go Lara I'll ask you one last question um, OCD is a mental health disorder and it affects approximately 2% of the population yet I find it still a widely misunderstood and, and misinterpreted and represented condition. As somebody who who lives with OCD day to day, if there was kind of something you could you could say to the world, people who might not be aware of what OCD is, um, about your experience, what would that be? Mm. I think the thing I mostly want to say is we really need to stop the romanticization of OCD. And that this can be quite harmful. Um, OCD is incredibly complex. Um, there's many nuances to it. Um, but uh, as we know, it's most commonly represented in the media as, you know, quirks, as flipping a light switch, as tidying this, making sure the kitchen is especially tidy, as straightening a pencil, all this sort of thing. And it, it's hard seeing that as someone who lives with OCD because it feels like it's not justified. It feels like because it's represented as just quirks most commonly and widely, that's how it should feel, but it doesn't. It's very painful. So this is what I would like to say. Stop romanticising OCD. I'm cheering you Yay! on. I couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, good. Yeah. A huge thank you to Lara for joining me today and sharing her experience and thank you to you for coming along for the ride. If you liked the first episode of the podcast, be sure to follow the blog ocdisinanadjective.wordpress.com and at ocdisinanadjective on socials. We'll see you next time. <laughs>